hello hello welcome back to beyond say podcast as you guys know i'm your host Cezanne, aka say and we are back for another episode i think this is like episode 15 or 16 i don't know don't quote me but <laughs> it'll be in the description um so this week we're gonna do this is like a music appreciation um podcast like i think before i had did one and i'm like oh let me do one again um it's women's history month to top it off so the majority of this podcast is going to be dedicated to talking about um females in the music industry and like the different albums that <clears throat> excuse me that i've listened to and how it impacted me so i'm going to be talking about like a whole bunch of different albums i had made my list and i was like oh let me add this one let me add this one let me add this one and i know it's so many more female artists that i forgot to write down um that obviously if you guys have some female artists that you love and uh, make sure you comment whenever i upload this on youtube or write it down in um the comments for like either apple music or spotify too because i would love to see your input uh before we get into the main topic about all the female music um I was about to say, well, yeah, female music entertainers. Um, we're gonna do a little catch up as usual. We're not gonna get into to too much ratchetness. I don't know if we're gonna get in, into into any ratchetness at all, actually, on this podcast. Um, but music wise, Drake released his like EP, um, "The Scary Hours 2. and I must admit, I, I like it a lot. Um, I mean, it's, it was only like three songs, but still. It was pretty good. He let me look up the name of the songs again because one was with Lil Baby, and the other one was with Rick Ross. So let's see, what's next? That was just Drake by himself. Uh, that was like a good way to start off the EP. Um, Wants and Needs. That's the one with Lil Baby, and then the Lemon Pepper Freestyle is Rick Ross with Rick Ross, and he kind of slows it down a little bit. Um, I enjoyed every single one of the songs. I was hoping it would be an album, but hey, I'll take I'll take some three songs, you know, and, and call it a day. I'm all right with that. I'm still waiting on Rihanna, <laughs> but um, I like the way that Drake kind of put it out, and I like what he was talking about overall in the song. So I just can't wait to see what he's gonna do whenever he actually puts out an album. So we'll see. Um, SZA released the music video for Good Days slash I think the shirt, the song is called like Shirt, which um, the shirt song has kind of been more so on TikTok. I don't know how these people be getting these songs on TikTok before the artists even release it, but it's pretty good. Um, I would recommend y'all watching it, watching the music video. Uh, as as I talked about before in my podcast, I love the song Good Days by SZA. Um, it really brings me peace whenever I listen to it. And then the shirt song, I'm hoping that she'll actually put out like a full song for that. That would be pretty nice actually, because it's a good song. Now, the, the concept for her music video was kind of interesting because it seemed like she was like showing herself or her mind on like mushrooms um because of the way it starts it off so i won't give too much detail about the music video because i want you guys to actually watch it but it, it was weird because it was like one part where she was like twerking hard as i don't know what and it's like it's like a kind of like a slow song so it was a little a little entertaining but um overall like i said i would recommend you guys watching the music video obviously um <laughs> i just can't wait for sister to put out an actual album so we'll we'll see we'll see and then who is the um mulatto 
put out her remix to, what is it, the beatbox song? Yeah, beatbox freestyle, you know the, well, if you're watching watching this, the visual, you will see me dancing, but if not, you're just gonna hear the, then they'll be like, bitch. <laughs> so, just listen to the actual song. But I liked her, I liked her freestyle on it. It was really good. It made me, like, I kind of liked it better than um, the original song. Uh, I'll be forgetting that she, you know, she's a really good rapper overall. She's really coming into her own. And I think, well, I can't wait to see what else she puts out in the future. Cause so far, apparently all of the songs that she's put out, I've liked them. So, um, I just, I'm looking forward to, to see what she has to offer. Let's see, let's see. So now we are gonna get into the ladies that have impacted the way I feel about music. And it's quite a bit, and it's quite a bit of albums. So we gonna go to first. You know, I gotta pull it up at the same time because I wanna make sure I do these ladies justice. Whitney Houston. Now y'all have heard me talk about Whitney Houston plenty of times on this podcast. And you're gonna keep hearing me talk about her because I love Whitney Houston. Um, like I said before, my mom used to play Whitney Houston all the time. Whitney Houston, Mary J. Blige, and Tony Braxton. So I know my Whitney, and I'm on. I know my Tony, and I know my Mary. But Whitney really stuck out to me, um, not only because of her voice, but also she was acting as well. And the music, well, the albums, I guess, that really was like, dang, like she could sing. Um, was now I watched the bodyguard movie when I was younger my mom had it on VHS and looking at probably all of the songs now I'm like dang like she really she legit did the whole soundtrack for the bodyguard now this was in 1992 obviously I didn't listen to it in 1992 because I was born in 91 and <laughs> like I would not have knew anything about like what I was listening to, like, let's let's be realistic. So when I actually got the opportunity to watch The Bodyguard, my mom had it on VHS when we were younger, and hearing her voice and seeing her act, I just love, like, what she portrayed on the screen, and her voice was just everything. And for me, the my favorite songs off of The Bodyguard soundtrack was I Will Always Love You, I Have Nothing, I'm Every Woman. And then the Queen of the Night one was really good because I remember that from the movie. And she had like this cute ass outfit on. And I was like, yes. Well, obviously not when I was younger. I was like, yes. But now older, whenever I watch it, I'm like, yes, Whitney, okay, we see you. Like, <laughs> just, it was just, she's just amazing. Um, And then let me see, when it comes to, now Waiting to Exhale, my mom had that one. She had Way to Exhale on VHS too. So with that album, I don't even know if they have the actual album, the original soundtrack, but she said, wrote, why does it hurt so bad? And Exhale, shoot, shoot. Uh, oh, there we go, here it is. So you see they got Tony Braxton on here, Let It Flow, Aretha Franklin, Brandy, TLC, Mary J. Blige, Chaka Khan, God dang, SWV, Shantae Moore, I don't know who Sonya Murray is. Faith Evans. Damn. Just all the, the Whitney Houston had the song with CeCe Wadden's um, Count On Me. Golly. 
Sorry, y'all. I'm scrolling. But yeah, I remember I love the exhale, the shoot, shoot, shoot. Well, I can't see it right, so I don't even know what I'm trying. But, or the why does it hurt so When, I'm trying to remember in the scene, was that playing whenever she was like with that married guy or some mess like that? I don't remember. I have the rewatch waiting to exhale. But listening to those songs now, when I really understand them, um, it just, I love them. Like, I I truly, I, it, you know, if you're going through something sometimes and listening to like, why does it hurt so bad? You'll really be like, God damn, why am I going through this? I can't even just, this is just terrible. Or, or uh, count on me. And that's like mainly dealing with like friendships. Like count on me. Was it through thick and thin something? I don't know. But <laughs> I go try and remember the words like that. But really, you know, that first of all, the movie was everything. Everything we had. Whitney Houston, Angela Bissett, um, Loretta Devine, and oh, what's the other lady. Damn. I could picture her face, but I cannot think of her name. And it's gonna make me mad. She was like dated, she dated like Mike Tyson before or something like that. But she was Leela Rashawn. Mm. All of them together. All the different um, like energies and the different personalities, and he showed like what everybody was going through. Like, how could you not love a movie like that? And then the soundtrack was like boom, like just amazing. So to start off, like I was saying, Whitney Houston. It was 1992, but obviously I listened to it when I was um, when it wasn't 1992. I don't know what year I actually listened to it. I feel like mom might have had it on. Um, on CD and she probably played it in the car or something like that. Um, the next artist is Miss Lauren Hill and the album was The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And when I tell y'all that was a hell of an album, that was a hell of an album. Lauren Hill's voice is amazing. I know she's kind of went downhill over the years since then because she hasn't put out an album since then actually. And that album was put out in 1998. And the the visuals for the music videos were everything um her her voice was absolutely amazing uh anytime i listen to any of the songs off of this album i it either well it always it always puts me in a good mood listening to her music but just hearing like her pain and her emotion and stuff like that um it makes me wonder what she was going through whenever she actually wrote these songs um but for me the favorite songs off of this album obviously was X Factor, Doo-Wop, That Thing. That one was like an energetic uh, type of music video. And it was cool because like it showed like two sides of her with two, like she showed, she was acting like two different people. Um, and it was just nice. And with X Factor, I I be having to listen to that when I be going through some stuff because good the, the the lyrics and everything it just be speaking to my soul and then i just be wanting to sing my little heart out nothing even matters with d'angelo everything is everything tell him just this album i feel like it it showcased so much of um what she could offer to the music industry. And it's just sad that uh, that was like the album that she made and she hasn't made one since then. But I mean, you, you never know what people are going through, obviously. But that album was just amazing by far, amazing. 
Uh, next artist I'm gonna talk about is Indyari. And I don't know if a lot, a lot of y'all have ever listened to Indyari, but I used to love Indyari when she first came out. Um, her voice was amazing, the way she carried herself, the way she dressed, her skin was uh, just beautiful. And I feel like, I honestly feel like she doesn't get enough justice. Um, she's released a lot of albums over the years, and I just feel like people haven't really gave her her roses or her flowers the way they should have um, because they want to look at somebody more so more so mainstream. But like her voice was beautiful. Um, I I loved video and brown skin and what other one? It was another song off hers. And it wasn't off of this album but it was another one of her songs. And this album I'm talking about is Acoustic Soul. It was put out in 2001. I don't know what that, oh, I just didn't learn to. But um, this was put out in 2001 and the cover for, first of all, the cover for the um, the album is beautiful in itself. So we, we just, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there for y'all to know. If you never looked at the cover, you need to. If you never listened to the album, you need to. Um, NDRE, I, like I said, I just feel like she doesn't get enough uh, justice. Um, but I'm glad that she is still continue, continue to remain consistent in the music industry and really um, provide what we need to hear from her. Because when I tell y'all, like, when I listen to her songs, cause I think video, she was like talking about how she wasn't the average girl from your video. Um, was it by the top of her clothes? Because words I don't like to make me look up the lyrics but mainly it just made it like it just made us think and see like okay we don't have to look like all these video vixens like you could be yourself you could be beautiful you could have wear your hair any type of way you want to wear your hair wear your clothes how you want to wear it, and you're still going to be beautiful you're still going to be you and then when it came to brown skin you know a lot of times we don't hear songs that just embraces like our skin and just embraces who we are. And that's one thing that I truly enjoyed about listening to her music is she always focused on uplifting um, beautiful black women and just making sure that we're proud of who we are. Um, and that's just one thing that I definitely can appreciate from her. And there was another song that she had. I wish I could remember it because it was beautiful. It might have been Ready for Love, but I don't remember all the, everything dealing with that song. So I don't want to say Ready for Love. I, I know I like that song a lot though. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't listened to listened to Indiari before, I would obviously advise you to do so. Um, like I said, my favorite album from her is Acoustic Soul, but she has released plenty of other albums. So make sure you take a look. The next artist I'm gonna talk about is Alicia Keys. Um, for me, my favorite album, I actually have two favorite albums from Alicia Keys. Cause when Alicia Keys first came out, y'all, I love me, me I, I really was like, oh my God, I want to have my hair braided up like that. And I want to look like Alicia Keys and I want to learn how to play the piano and all this extra shit. <laughs> and I was just like happy to see somebody that kind of looked like me, but was like cool with the braids and she could play the piano. and. Even though like her style was kind of questionable sometimes, but like she was like very confident, and then she had like this cool like like chill kind of voice. And I was like, "Ooh, Alicia Keys!" Like, oh my god, Alicia. 
Alicia Keys, the first album that I really enjoyed was The Diary of Alicia Keys. That one came out in 2003. And I feel, I'm like 90% sure that was like one of the first CDs that I bought. Um, and I just, I just love listening to it. I love listening to her voice. Uh, I feel like so giddy, like talking about it. Like, yeah, I remember I listened to that shit like front to back, front to back. And when I tell y'all, like, I was just like, oh, I really want to learn how to play the piano. I don't think I ever asked my mom, but I damn sure wanted to learn. <laughs> my favorite songs off of that one, off of that album was Karma, um, If I Was Your Woman, You Don't Know My Name, Finding Got You, Diary, I like Dragon Days too. Uh, slow Down. Yeah, I probably the whole album. Um, and I love the cover that she had too. She got her piano in here. She wasn't like trying to, it just seemed like to me, she wasn't trying to be anybody else but herself. And she just seemed so cool. And like, I just love listening to her music. And I, I'm like, I, what grade was I in? I probably was like in middle school when this album came out. I feel like it, because yeah i'm like pretty sure so <laughs> when it came out like you know i was like this dorky ass little kid like just trying to be trying to fit in and just happy to listen to artists that just that looks like me or look similar to me and it's just themselves so i think that's one reason why i really had gravitated her i really i remember um seeing her perform on like 106 in park and she was just playing her little piano and she used to have her little hat on her braids and I was like, oh, she's so cool. And then the other album from hers was As I Am. Now, I know I bought that one. I kind of feel like I might still have it in my car, but I'm not even sure. Or I might have it in like my box of like CDs and VHS and stuff like that. But As I Am was put out in 2007 and um, I was in high school at that time. So for me, the favorite songs I've, uh, off of As I Am was Superwoman, No One. I loved Lesson Learned by, it was her and John Mayer. The way their voices sound to get, sounded together on that song was just, uh, uh. Like, when I tell y'all, like, I used to play that song over and over again. And I think I was, like, going through some things because it was like, this is probably this little ugly ass boy that I like and it just wasn't working out the way I wanted it to work out or either, I don't know. I feel like that's one reason why I really like, oh, it was a dancing like, you know, like it was like a whole thing. So <laughs> I love Lesson Learned, Teenage Love Affair. Um, and where was it? It's one more. And where do we go from here? Cause I really, I really like the album a lot. Um, I used to listen to it front to back too. And I know for a fact I was going through some stuff whenever I was like listening to the album. <laughs> Cause I was in high school and hormones and boyfriends or, and just all this extra stuff. And I just needed to listen to some Alicia Keys and she, her music helped immensely during high school for me. Uh, the next artist I'm gonna talk about is Miss Riri, Rihanna, and I'm kind of, I'm trying to go in order when it comes to like the year, because I'll be honest with y'all, I got like two albums for, um, for Rihanna. So right now I'm just gonna say the first one. So for Rihanna, I about to say Rihanna, Rihanna, the first album was Rated R. That album came out in 2009. 
and I was, we had just entered into college and that album, oh, it's so much nostalgia. Um, that album, like me and my best friend, we listened to that album front to back. Like I feel, I'm like, I'm trying to remember some of her songs. She like hard and um, I think she liked G4L, Firebomb. I like, I liked hard too. But I like Firebomb, Rude Boy, Photographs. I love Photographs. Uh, Tayamo and G4L. When I tell y'all we used to be listening to shit before we would get ready to go out to the club. Like, always, we was, Rihanna was playing for sure. And we was just getting it. And it's like, that was like her little like bad stage because it's rated R and she was just, mm, it was just, you know, uh, no, no little nice Rihanna. And we was like, yeah, we're not gonna be nice either. We're gonna go to the club and we gonna have fun and we gonna take boys and we, you know, all this extra shit. And, <laughs> and that's probably one reason why um, this album was like one of my favorite albums from her because of the memories that are attached to it. But like overall, the album was just great. Like it just from, from the first song to the last song and you really got to see like a different side of Rihanna compared to the, I don't wanna be a murderer. Like that, you know, this was like, I lick the gun when I'm, when I'm done cause I know that revenge is sweet. So sweet, like it's shit like that. Like, you know, it was like totally different. He's like, yeah, yeah, Rihanna rated R, bitch. Like, so. I'm sorry y'all, I'm cracking my own stuff up. But um, but yeah, the like I said, I love that album and it brings back like so many memories. When I tell y'all we used to be listening to that and I remember um, No Ceilings with Lil Wayne even though this is Women's History Month, but I'm like, I gotta throw that in there because that was just insane. Um, <laughs> I'll go to the next artist and this kind of jumps like a few years up. I don't, I, I feel like I, between Rated R and the one I'm about to say now, I feel like I was kind of just listening to like random artists or more so like, you know, I was just listening to like club type music and stuff like that. And maybe I can't think of a, a artist that really stuck out to me since, um, or I guess during that time frame. So then the next one is Janae Aoko. I feel like I always say her last name wrong. I'm sorry, but, um, her album Sold Out came out in 2014 and I had never really heard an artist like her. Her voice was so calming, but at the same time, she was like just talking shit or like talking about like killing somebody or hurting somebody. And it was just like, are you, are you me? Like, are you not killing and hurting, but you know, like just aggressive. Like it was so a calm, calm voice. But at the same time, you could tell she was pissed. And, it, you know, I, I y'all hear my voice. Like, my voice is like, nah, nah, nah. like, you know, so. But at the same time, like, I get mad too. And it was just nice to hear, like, her calming voice be pissed the fuck off. But at the same time, be super duper chill on different songs. So I really, like, related to her music. And I loved the way that she sounds and I love what she talks about as well in the um in any of her songs for this sold out album um it was so many songs that I like spotless mind waiting the pressure 
Eternal Sunshine, that one really, I used to play that probably like all the time, Eternal Sunshine. Um, Pretty Bird, Blue Dreams, Waiting, I think I already said Waiting. And then she also had another one that came out um, kind of between that year and like the year before. And it was like Sailing, Sailing Souls or Soul Out. Not Sailing Souls, it wasn't this one that I like. It was Sail Out. Cause she had bad piece on there, the worst 316, and I and stay ready. When I tell y'all, she got some, she got some hits. Like I feel like, I kind of feel like people don't appreciate her enough and what she really provides to the music industry. And I say this about actually all of these artists. Um, while a lot of them are mainstream, we be forgetting like that these artists they be putting out like albums that you listen you can listen to front to back and that says a lot because there are not a lot of artists that can do that um and she just y'all just y'all be sleeping on her sometimes and i don't appreciate it just like y'all be sleeping on like rihanna and alicia keys and nre and lauren hill and i don't appreciate it not one bit um I'm trying to think i think i listed all the songs for janae yeah for now i list yeah for those those two albums but Janae spoke to me. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. She she knows. She chill, but she crazy. And it works. And I like it. And I'm gonna listen to it. And I'm playing shit loud. Like, that's that's how I felt about Janae's music. Mm-hmm. Next artist, y'all should already know, um, is Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Y'all already know I listen to Beyonce. And <laughs> I'm like, how many times am I gonna say Beyonce? Um, now, I messed up because there was a Beyonce album in 2006 that I meant to put on here and I kind of had put her stuff together with it. I'm mad, I just got an alert about talking about check your bank account by the stimulus checks. But, but um, B-Day. Now, already before, when Beyonce first released her first album by herself, Dangerously in Love, I was like, oh, I don't know whether I'm gonna like Beyonce. But then obviously I liked it because, dang, I forgot about some of these songs on, on this album. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Dangerously in Love and I'm like, dang, I like Crazy in Love, I like Naughty Girl, I like Baby Boy. I don't really like hip hop, sorry. But okay, so for Beyonce, technically I'm about to do like three albums. So y'all already know, like I fuck with Beyonce because I've been to like two of her concerts. So you, I mean, don't get upset. So real quick on her Dangerously in Love, for me, it was Naughty Girl and Baby Boy and me, myself, and I and Signs because she's a Virgo and she represented for the Virgos when it came to that um, that song and Gift from Virgo, of course. And then for B-Day, I like the whole fucking album. And I, I, run the reason why I tell you guys I like the whole album was because she was like making all these damn upbeat songs and I can't dance like that. Like I can dance a little bit, but at the same time, like Beyonce, <laughs> you girl, you be doing too much for all these damn dance moves. But she made all these like upbeat songs. Like it just puts you in a good mood. Like I listened to B-Day, was it Thursday? And I was like, damn, I forgot about this song. This, this uh, the Sugar Mama or Kitty Cat or Upgrade You, Freak em Dress. Resentment, resentment, mm -mm. or listen from the soundtrack of Dream Girls. 
everybody that's listening is better than a watch Dream Girls. Otherwise, we gonna fight. Second of all, when I tell y'all that song, listen, mm, 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 mm. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Check on it with Bun B and Slim Thug. I mean, the whole freaking album. It's a whole album for me. So yeah, it's a whole album for me. <laughs> but okay. And then we jump forward to Lemonade by Beyonce in 2016. When I tell you guys, I was not prepared for this album, but once it dropped, I was prepared for this album because Beyonce, I'm thinking, I'm like, is this the one that she just dropped randomly? I feel like it was either Lemonade or um, her self-titled one. Regardless though, let me give y'all some tea. So for Lemonade, that was like the first concert that I ever went to and it was unexpected. One of my best friends called and we weren't even, this, during this time, we weren't even close like that. Like we barely knew each other. And she called or texted and was like, I'm going, I think I'm gonna go to this concert. Do you wanna go to Beyonce concert? I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know it like that. <laughs> and I was like, shit is Beyonce. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. So I drove my ass down to Orlando the whole ride there listening to this album, preparing to sing my heart out at this concert, but not sing it too much. Cause like, she ain't about to talk about my voice and the way I'm singing. But then we got there and we had such an amazing time. And the concert was everything, everything I dreamed of and more. And it was, and I sang my goddamn heart out, like nobody's business. And that's when I, well, I already knew I didn't sound good when I was singing. <laughs> Look at their videos. I'm like, why didn't you let just, you should have just let Beyonce sing. You should have just let Beyonce sing. But that was the first concert that I ever went to. And after that, I was like, oh, concerts. I went and got it, just concert jumping. <laughs> More concerts. And we went to Rihanna's concert too. Not the, um, not the rated R one, obviously, but Anti, which I'm gonna talk about that album in a little bit too. Um, but the Lemonade album was just everything. It was beautiful. It was so just black and just, you just went through different emotions listening to it. And this was crazy because it's like, she's talking about probably like Jay-Z cheating at one point. And I'm like, I'm not going through that, but I feel you sis. I have been through it too. And about love drought and freedom and all night. Oh, I loved all night. I could listen to that song all the time and sing my little heart out. And formation, yes, I got hot sauce in my bag, swag, okay? Like, y'all don't even, for y'all, I remember it was like somebody I knew that was trying to talk shit about this album, and I was like, but you're not. This is what you're not gonna do. You're not gonna disrespect Beyonce because you're not even on the same level. <laughs> Cause it's like, if you ain't listen to the album, I don't need you to respond. But <laughs> I'm gonna go to the next person. And this is obviously, it's about to be Beyonce's little sister, Solange. And it's crazy because I remember when Solange first came out, like, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like her, like with her like soul angel thing, like in 2008, like she was, Solange was totally different from Beyonce. Like she, 
and which which actually is a good thing because she came into her own and she had her own style and she wasn't trying to be Beyonce's little sister. Like she was just trying to be herself, which I can respect wholly because I'm a little sister to my si big sister and my sister, big sister, there, it's like, it's a big role to fill sometimes when you're the younger sibling. So when I listen to this album from Solange and the album is a seat at the table, in 2016. Cause her, see Beyonce and Solange, I'm like, did y'all, y'all motherfuckers playing this shit? Like this is drop albums that just gonna be like, like, like what? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, when Solange dropped this album, this was an album that I never knew I needed, but I needed it. And I feel like this was during a time where like, I was just really like learning about myself more. <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is about to crack. I was really learning about myself more and coming into my own and just being just so, I just felt so blackity black, 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 it didn't make no sense. And I was just so happy about it. And when I listened to this album, the whole album spoke to me. I would listen to this album every single day at any point in time and either get angry, happy, mad, sad, so many different emotions but I needed it and I needed, I'm so thankful that she dropped an album like this. Like this, while Beyonce was like talking about love and pain, but still talking about being black, Solange was just talking about being black and just experiencing so many different things. And it was just amazing. Like, Cranes in the Sky, oh, that song right there just makes my heart full and mad don't touch my hair and don't touch my hair that was now that was my shit and that was because i experienced something like that where somebody um felt like they could just touch my hair and i'm like first of all what you're not gonna do is just touch my hair and think you can touch it without asking me second of all did you wash your fucking hands uh just no do i walk up and touch your hair no so don't do it to me like it was so many different emotions um, where do we go? Boo boo, even if you know, uh, scales, the whole, the whole thing, even like the interludes where it was like her mom talking, where it was like Master P talking, um, Kelly Rowland, like stuff like that, that needed to be in that album. And that album was just everything. I still to this day, if I listen to it, I'm gonna sing my damn heart out. And I wanted to, I remember we were gonna go to um, a Solange concert, but I think she got like sick or something like that. So it got canceled. But uh, whenever concerts happen again, I would love to go and see her perform. Cause our, like whenever I see clips of her performing, it, she just looks so happy and it just looks like just pure bliss. So while like her sister is like an entertainer when it comes to like concerts and putting on a show and dancing and singing and just, you know, giving your life, I feel like Solange offers that also, but in a different way, if that makes sense. Um, let me see. Okay, we're still in 2016, so I'm gonna go back to Rihanna. Um, for Rihanna, it was anti. That album came out in 2016. It doesn't even seem like it's been that long. Now, Anti, Rihanna put her big toe in this shit. 
split everything. Like, I was just like, damn, sis. Like, this how you doing this? This what we doing? Okay, I'ma go with it because when Rihanna dropped it, the whole fucking album was necessary. And we went to Rihanna's concert. We went to the one in Atlanta and that shit was lit. And it was just like, oh my God, Rihanna. And she was just singing and she's just, Rihanna's gorgeous. And like, just, just, just singing her heart out. And I was like, oh, like I didn't even know I needed this. And it's crazy because um, my best friend, she is the one that was like, more really wanted to go. Cause I'm like, I'm a Beyonce fan, but you know, I go or whatever. <laughs> and then once I got there, I was like, ah! Because I forgot like how much I actually liked Rihanna's music. The whole album though, Kiss It Better, Work, um, Same Old Mistakes, Consideration with SZA. And during that time frame, I didn't even know who SZA was with that, when that song came out. So that was like, who is this? What's this? And sex with me, love on the brain. What is it? Yeah, I said it. Mm, the whole album, the whole album, and the concert was. And then the concert was crazy. Travis Scott opened up for her, and during that time frame, I was like, "Who the fuck is Travis Scott?" Like, and when they, when he was performing, I was like, "Oh, I know this song. I know this song. I know this song." But you know, Travis Scott wasn't as big as he is now, so it's just crazy to see how like things happen. Um, but yeah, Rihanna's anti-album, that was like a good one for her to like kind of just put us, put like music on the back burner too, because that, that anti-album, like you can still listen to it and feel good about it, if that makes sense too. I don't know why I keep saying if that makes sense, but yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, next one is SZA and it was CTRL. She put this out in 2017. And I didn't know who SZA was, but once I listened to this album, I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. <laughs> like, the whole album. And I don't know whether it's just now that I'm older and I just can appreciate a whole album that's just full of hits, but just amazing, amazing. Love Galore, Supermodel, Doves in the Wind, with Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick's part in it. If you haven't listened to it, you gotta listen to it. Um, the Weeknd, Garden Sad Like That, Broken Clocks, and with The Weeknd, <laughs> just SZA, SZA cool as fuck. Like, I could appreciate SZA and the things that she talk about. Cause she was talking about like being a hoe and some perks, you know, or messing with somebody and he got a girlfriend. And it's like the most calming thing in the most calming uh, voice. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, but, but like, she just, her album was just amazing. I really love Broken Clocks though. And Garden Say It Like That, 20 um, something. And then like I said in the beginning of this um, podcast, she's been releasing like, she released Good Days and she released she had released another song before that but i can't remember the name of it so i'm hoping that um that one song with ty dollar signs so i'm hoping that she's gonna be coming with the album soon i feel like it so i feel like this that's all of the artists that i wrote down and i have wrote down like some honorary mentions um for like whole albums that i could listen to and artists that i feel like are really gonna do something in the future uh, Ella Mae, she had released the album in 2018 and it was self-titled. 
that album was really good. Her voice is everything. And like, I like her little accent, which I didn't even expect it until she was talking on her album. But I feel like if she releases another album, we're really gonna be able to tell what she has to offer. Um, Tiana Taylor, I don't feel like Tiana Taylor gets enough justice, especially now she's really like evolved over the years. And let me see, was it this one? The 2018 one, KTSE, um, that one was a really good one. And then her album from this year, the album, where she like literally had Missy Elliott, Big Sean, Erica Badu. I loved um, Rose in Harlem and Gonna Love Me and for this one, come with, not Wake Up Love with her husband, Amon. Um, there was another one from her that I really liked. And she had, she got a song with freaking Lauren Hill. So like, I just feel like, I feel, I feel like Tiana Taylor isn't getting her flowers and stuff like that too. Um, she's came a long way from being the, the little girl, not like little, but like the teenager on Super Sweet 16 that was like aggravating as fuck about like a skateboard party. Like she's, she's come a long way. So I feel like people should take her seriously in the music industry. Um, Jasmine Sullivan. Now Jasmine Sullivan, a lot of times with her, I would just like um, singles that she put out. I never really listened to the whole album until I listened to Hotels. And I was like, this shit right here. Like, okay, Jasmine, which I've already talked about this before in a different podcast. And it's called Hotels. So uh, I want y'all to listen to that one. But that ho the whole album that she dropped was just amazing. Amazing. Um, obviously, Missy Elliott. Now, like, it's weird with Missy Elliott. Um, like, I didn't listen to, like, a lot of hip-hop when I was younger. So like the older that I've gotten, I've gotten an opportunity to listen to the kind of hip hop. While I did obviously listen to Missy Elliott when I was younger with the Under Construction album, um, Gossip Folks with Ludacris. Let me see. Work It. What else? I don't remember that one. But Missy Elliott, obviously has impacted the music industry. While I haven't listened to like a lot of her music except for like the, the singles that she put out, I know what the the creative um, artistry that she provided for the music industry was insane. Like Missy was doing stuff before people even thought about her, obviously. And she she's just amazing. And she looks like freaking young as hell now. Like it's like she's aging backwards or something. Like, Missy, Missy and Timbaland together, or even, even Missy by herself, like, you, you gotta put some respect on her name. You have got to. Just like you gotta put respect on Lil' Kim's name. Lil' Kim was the female rapper that was talking nasty and grimy and stuff like that, like the men, and, but sexy at the same time, and, you know, just kind of while like salt and pepper and stuff like that they you know they would like talk kind of nasty but like little kim was just like grimy with it you know what i'm saying like she didn't she was just nasty but it's like it was like sexy it's like you want you wanted to be able to listen to music like that or you want you wanted to be able to talk like that <laughs> or um even with Nicki minaj 
like I forgot how many Nicki Minaj songs that I actually like listening to. And it's not like, I like Nicki, um, but it's like sometimes you just kind of forget about artists because she's been taking like a, a break from music. But let me pull up Nicki's music real quick. Cause first of all, the first time I heard Nicki Minaj was in high school and I heard Nicki, it was when she dropped like a mixtape. And when I tell y'all that itty bitty piggy, bitch, the itty bitty piggy song, that was my shit. Like, when I, like, Nicki on a mixtape, young Nicki on a mixtape, just, just rapping, just going. That's just a different type of level. And even Nicki, Pink Friday was like, uh, the whole album was good. Um, where she had Roman's Revenge, Fly, Moment for Life, Check It Out. And I like that song, check it out, check it out, check it out. Will I Am, um, Bad Rock, Roman's Revenge. Uh, damn, what's that one song where it's like her, Kanye West, Monster? Uh, her is her Kanye West, is it Rick Ross? I know Jay Z is on there, but I can't remember whether Rick Ross is on there. Uh, but shoot, Bees in the Trap with Two Chains right by my side like with Chris Brown sometimes people forget all of, like I be forgetting all of the songs that Nicki Minaj put out and like how relevant she was like she was putting out an album like probably every single year 2010 20 uh with 2012 2014 the pink print that shit was lit when she it was like her and Beyonce and then she kind of took a break when she put out the Queen album and now she's taking another break but Nicki Nikki deserves her flowers and stuff too. I know like that, I think it's like some controversy going on right now with her husband with like, with all of that. But we just gonna focus on her music and what she had to offer. And she really did it. She really, she paved the way for herself. And lastly, the artist I'm gonna finish off on is Ari Lennox. And she's kind of like still a new artist or more so she doesn't get enough like mainstream, um, I feel like mainstream play. But her album, Shea Butter Baby, that was released in 2019. And she, I think it's the only female artist on Dreamville. Her voice is like butter. Like, I love Ari Lennox. And she's like goofy. Cause I was like watching videos um, with TikToks. They have like people have been putting TikToks up and it's dealing with her. And she's just silly as hell. But Break Me Off, Shea Butter Baby, Whipped Cream. I first, first time I heard her was whipped cream, and I was like, oh my gosh, who is this? What is, oh, like her voice is just everything. And um, she just don't get enough justice. She really don't. And uh, bless it, that's that shit right there. If y'all didn't listen to that song, you need to. I just found a song from her last night, Black and White, it's off of the um, Coming to America uh, soundtrack. And that song is really good too. So, all I'm gonna say is this, is all these women have impacted the music industry. I know there's so many other women that I missed, um, but I really just wanted to talk about artists that like, I know their music about. Um, Ari, Ariana Grande too, we went to her concert and I love Ariana Grande's voice. Um, but obviously there's so many people and I don't have enough time, I've been talking for like 47 minutes straight, but I I enjoyed this so much. Um, this is like a lot of fun. I'm gonna probably have to do like a music type thing at least once a month. But you guys, I'm gonna go ahead and dip out on this note. 
Um, I don't have a spotlight for the week when it comes to like a business and stuff like that. Uh, for the song of the week, I might just have a list of songs from all of these artists that I'll probably put in. And then also there was a song that I had heard the other day off of a TV show and I looked it up and it was like really beautiful. So let me see what it was. It's called Collide. It's Tiana Major and it's with Earth Gang. The song is originally off of the Queen and Slim soundtrack, but I guess they use it on this TV show that I was talking about. And then shows wise, um, I'm gonna recommend you guys watch All Americans. I think season three is back. Um, and Black Lightning is back too. And then I don't really have anything for Netflix this time. Um, I'm kind of caught up. Well, at least right now for stuff that I wanna watch. So yeah. Uh, for the songs, I'm going to pick a song from everybody and then obviously the song that I recommended, Collide. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this. As always, make sure you follow me on all my social medias, Instagram, Snapchat, Clubhouse, TikTok. Make sure if you're listening to the podcast that you take a screenshot and tag me in it. I want to know who all is listening. I see like the stats, but it still would be fun to know who actually listens. Um... That way I can thank you guys. Um, and then uh, if you have any suggestions or questions that you want me to talk about, make sure you DM me or either send me an email. I always try and respond back. And if not, then I'm definitely going to talk about it on here. But um, I hope you guys enjoy your week. And I will see you all or if you will hear me in the next episode.